Welcome back to Parkour Combos. I'm Maddie Mitchell and I am your host today and always because, well, quite frankly, this is literally my podcast. So who else is going to host it? Happy freaking Monday. I hope you guys had a fab weekend. I'm sure for a lot of you, it was an extra long weekend. If you live in the US, you probably had Thursday off because it was Thanksgiving. And then hopefully some of you had Friday off too, which always makes always makes it such a great weekend when you have some extra days. I hope you were able to spend some time with people that you love and you were able to eat some of your favorite foods and just kind of like kick back and relax and soak up all the fall coziness. That's kind of my wish for you. And I don't think that's too much to ask for, for being honest. I am doing something I hate at present. I am recording this episode on Sunday, November 26th. Yes, yesterday, as you're listening to this at 4.52 p.m. So energy, all-time low, literal all-time low because it is a Sunday and it is also past 1 p.m. where I notoriously just never have any energy. So this is not, I'm not in the best headspace to speak my truth, but last week just kind of really got away from me because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was just kind of a wash. Saturday was a wash. Monday and Tuesday were like half washes. It just, I wasn't here. I was here, but I wasn't here. Do you know what I mean? So that's why I'm sitting here right now recording because I said, oh shoot, tomorrow is in fact Monday, but I'm not going to let you guys down and I'm going to come through for you every single time. So that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm chirping in your ear right now. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, If you have a free second at present, maybe you could take this opportunity to leave a five-star review for the podcast because as a way to express maybe your eternal gratitude for me showing up every single Monday morning, chirping in your ear, as previously stated, I have set a goal for the podcast that I want to get to a thousand five-star reviews on Spotify by the end of the year. We're let's see how close we are. We're inching closer. There's definitely a lot more of you that listen on Spotify than on Apple, which is like totally fair and understandable. Um, We have 830 on Spotify. That's amazing. We're getting there. And then on Apple, Apple is is a slow burn, a real tried and true slow burn. Uh, We have 312. Okay, we're getting there. I wanted to get to 500 on Apple. I don't know if I said that. And then 1000 on Spotify. So if you haven't already done so and you'd like to make a contribution that way, that would be so beautiful. I would literally love that and I would appreciate it so much. And to those of you who already have done that, I appreciate you so much. And be sure to send in a picture if you are listening to this episode on Monday at some point in your car. Feel free to just take a picture of this podcast episode playing in your car and send it to me. And you could be this week's passenger of the week. Anyways, now that that's out of the way, let's get into Peak and Valley. So my peak of the week... Honestly, it was a it was a good week. My brother was home from school, so that was really fun. I had a friend, love that, and um, I ate a lot of really really good food, really good food. I ate all the dairy products that one could possibly consume, which actually, funny enough, leads me into my valley of the week, because I am like absolutely feeling the consequences of my actions so heavily in a way that is not comfortable or fun to be experiencing in any way, shape, or form. I'm just not. It's not the vibe. Um, I'm not feeling great right now. Just just like intestinally. Okay, so that's where I'm at. Uh, thank you so much for asking. For past the ox song of the week. Okay, so funny you mentioned this. Because as I said, I'm recording this on Sunday night. I have gone down a rabbit hole for the last hour and a half when I should have been recording this podcast episode. I've been going down a rabbit hole on TikTok, of course, because that's the home of all rabbit holes. And I am spiraling because I'm like 95% convinced that Taylor's going to announce Reputation Taylor's version tonight. And I would like to issue, I guess, an apology if that's, if that is to be the case, by the time you're listening to this, you would know I will be so insufferable. I will become the worst version of myself in a way. Um, truly prepare to be sick of me. I don't know. I don't think I can really make that clear enough, but that's kind of where I'm at. So I have been listening. I actually was listening to reputation a lot today just to kind of like get into the spirit of it. And now I'm just like fully spiraling. So fingers crossed. I'm sure by the time you're listening to this, you're like, girl, she didn't announce it. So you look like a fool and that's fine. That's totally fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. I've kind of made my peace with that. Anyways, I didn't even say what today's episode is. Today's episode is a conspiracy theory episode, which I'm really excited about. I've touched on some conspiracy. Did I do a whole conspiracy theory episode? I think I did. 
question mark I think I did or maybe it was about cults I don't know it was one or the other um but this time I asked you guys for what your favorite conspiracy theories are or like what the weirdest conspiracy theory is that you've ever heard of uh and so this is another great reminder that you should be following the podcast on Instagram at parchcarconvos.pod it's linked in the show notes always um because that's where you can submit that's where I'll post when I'm asking for submissions for these like stories or for your um input and then you guys can submit and you can become a part of the episode a little bit so thank you so much to everyone who wrote in for their conspiracy theory now listen there are so many conspiracy theories also I did post this on my regular Instagram too which is like kind of the wild wild west in a way also (laughs) Here's my favorite conspiracy at the moment. Um, so many people that follow me on Instagram hate my guts. They literally hate my guts. I've talked about this before, but I think a lot of them legitimately hate me as a human being. Um, and that has just become like more evident to me as time has gone on because they love to just like, I don't know. What did I post? The other, oh, I posted the other day on Instagram saying that fab is making a comeback, like saying that's so fab or like super like you look fab. I don't know. I just have been saying it a lot recently. So I was saying like for me personally, like it's making a comeback. And the way that I got literally probably like 50 messages in response to that being like, literally, where have you been? It's been back. Are you dumb? Like, and it's, it was just kind of over the top. Cause it wasn't like saying like, oh no, I've been saying this. It's like you literal sack of shit. Where have you? And I'm like, oh my God oh my God, I'm so sorry. And it's like, they think they're joking with me. I've talked about this before. I don't even think on the podcast, I think maybe to myself and or to my therapist. It's so weird when people that maybe like follow me, but don't know me as a human being, uh, try and like roast me because I don't know you like that. Like, that's so weird. (laughs) That's literally so odd. Like, it's one of those things where like, if my friends had said that to me, it would have been like, haha, funny. But I don't know you. You're (laughs) what you're doing is just bullying (laughs) because I don't know you like that. Do you know what I mean? And I think it's because people watch my content and they feel like they, they know me and like we're friends, which I love, but that doesn't give you the right to, to be mean to me. I feel like that goes without saying, but I guess not. And it's just like such an interesting dynamic because I'm like, like, and what do you want me to say? Like, I'm not replying to you, obviously, because you're, in my DMs being a weird, a weird meanie. Ew, I hate it. But yeah, a lot of them, a lot of them straight up hate me. And I think it's also because they follow me on Instagram just for my reels and they don't like me as a person, if that makes sense. Like I feel like on TikTok, this is like a super random side tangent, by the way, I'm so sorry. But on TikTok, I think um, because I post a lot more than just like the list videos and things like that, that people follow me for more of like a a well-rounded, you know, I'm a whole human being type of thing. And on Instagram, it's like just, just for the ha-has. And so then when I'm like posting all these like other things, they're like, we literally don't care. Like, I don't like you. I just like when you make a ha-ha little list video. Anyways, I don't know where this came from. I think this is, I'm going to add this to my list of things to discuss with my therapist this week. But Anyways, that's kind of one of my conspiracy theories that I've been kind of riddled and plagued with recently. But your conspiracy theories, I'm sure, are so much fun. Unfortunately, I haven't really looked at these. So that's either going to be a really good thing or a really bad thing because I fear that people just like said, oh, this conspiracy theory and didn't dive into it, which is going to be a lot of additional work for me to then go look up what that conspiracy theory is. So let's all kind of like say a prayer for my current energy level and just kind of like where we're all at as a whole. Um, and let's, let's hope that we can kind of get through this together. Okay. Let's jump in. Okay. First up we have, uh, the moon landing most definitely didn't happen. Okay. See, this would be a great thing if you could like provide some additional evidence or like, is this just a genuine thought that you had? But unfortunately that one is not interesting enough for me to look up. I hate to say it. I just like don't care enough. But like I think it happened based on the very little evidence that I've seen in my life. I think it happened. Uh, My mom thinks all mattress stores are fronts for the mafia. How many mattresses can people really be buying? Okay I have heard this theory about mattress stores because and it is it is true to some extent. There's way too many of them and people don't buy mattresses all the time. They buy them once every what? I don't even know how. I genuinely do not know the average lifespan for a mattress, but it's many, many years. 
So how frequently are people actually buying new mattresses? I agree that it doesn't, it seems to be disproportionate to the like basic supply and demand here, people, right? That's something that people are buying every 10 years. I don't know. Is that too much? I don't know. I literally have no idea, but there's just, it's, it's not adding up. Why are you still, how are you turning a profit? How are you making money on this? If people are only buying mattresses every 10 years, especially in like suburban areas, because at least in like a city, there's just so many people that like, that's kind of, it's adding up a little bit more, but I definitely think it's a front for something. I've heard that it's a front for money laundering. Um, this person's mom thinks it's for the mafia. I definitely think that something suspicious could be, could be up there because it really is not seeming like it would be a very profitable business venture. Like, and just think of the general cost to upkeep a storefront. Like that's a lot. Like the rent is a lot. Paying your employees, that costs a lot. Like it isn't, it's really two plus two is not equaling four here. So I kind of agree with you, but again, I kind of wish I had more evidence on this. Okay, this person said hollow earth. The earth is a sphere, which is great. This is great that this person right off the bat is not a flat earther, which don't even get me started on because I will fall for it. (laughs) I literally will fall for it. Because once I found out that we've never, like the pictures that we see of the earth that depicts it as a sphere, those are fabricated. Did you know that? Once I found this out, I was like, wait a minute, is the earth flat? I want to make it very clear. I don't believe that, but that's crazy. So the images that we see taken like from space of what earth looks like, they piece that together. It doesn't, that's not how the pictures look. So that's, that is kind of suspect when you think about it, but I do believe that the earth is a sphere. Okay. So just keep your mouth shut. I promise. I do think it is a sphere. Okay, so this person said the earth is a sphere, but a hollow in the center. And there's holes on top and bottom connecting the hollowness on the center. Think about it. We can't fly over the top or bottom of the earth. And if you start heading toward Antarctica, they make you turn around or you're shot. What? That had like multiple conspiracy theories within the conspiracy theory. Because is that real? What does that mean? Also, over the top or bottom. So, babe, the earth is constantly spinning. It's like constant. That's the thing about the earth. It's like it's kind of constantly spinning. So, the top and bottom kind of is different every single day. What is on the top and what is on the bottom. And I am unaware if what I'm saying is stupid (laughs) or if what this person is saying is stupid. We don't know. We don't know. Like, I understand what they mean because there's always going to be a top and a bottom of the earth. You see, this is like a great topic for when I have more energy that I can kind of like piece into this because what, because I can't, I don't know. I just don't know. And also would love to just make it abundantly clear. I know that you're not coming to me for the answers. So I'm not sure why I'm acting like that. Maybe you have something there, but if the earth is hollow, how could the earth be hollow? But then again, like what is a planet? I wow, I'm like, this is really kind of tripping me out right now. Because what is a planet? Are all planets hollow? How do we know which ones are dense? I don't, we, we just don't. That's kind of the, that's the beautiful thing about this. And let's also just say that this is a great conversation to be having because at the end of the day, we can all just kind of like walk away from this and not think about it ever again. And I think that's beautiful. We're not rocket scientists here. Not that that's what rocket scientists are studying. Some of them maybe. I don't know what a rocket scientist is. Is literally none of my business. Doesn't matter. Literally doesn't matter. I mean, it matters. I'm sure the work that they're doing matters. Let me make that clear. But, you know, most of us can just kind of like move on and and forget about this and hopefully live our lives in peace after this. Okay. This is another one that I've seen a lot of, especially recently. Let's kind of like dive into the Helen Keller of it all. There's a lot of things in her story that make me question it. But the one thing that I simply cannot understand is her learning to talk. In the movie, Annie, the woman teaching her to speak, placed Helen's hand on a water pipe and then spelled out water on Helen's hand. Then miraculously, Helen said water. What I'm not understanding is how Helen knew 
that was water. This girl has never known the word water or what water is exactly. So how did she know her hand was on a water pipe? Maybe if Helen had started by mumbling gibberish, it'd be more believable. But I simply don't believe she learned to speak by touching a pipe and then someone slapping some sign language onto her hand. Yeah. Okay. And that's a valid thought to have, I think. I just, yeah, Helen Keller, it's an intriguing, she's such an intriguing person because also a lot of people constantly say that she like flew a plane and she wrote a book and like, how could she possibly do those things? And I think, you know, a big part of it is she did have help in doing those two things. Surely no one was letting her single-handedly operate an airplane. So that's kind of like an important key piece of, of evidence there is, is like, I think she would be absolutely be able to do those things like with other people's assistance. What's interesting about Helen Keller for me personally is that when I was in elementary school, a Helen Keller impersonator did in fact attend my elementary school for like a presentation. I think I talked about this in an episode not too long ago. I think it was in June. So I guess that's actually kind of a long time ago. But when I was in elementary school, we had this like person come to our school who was not deaf nor blind and she impersonated Helen Keller she impersonated being blind and deaf and kind of like acted out she acted out the water scene that you're referring to here um and that was like I guess a really critical piece of our core curriculum when I was in elementary school for some reason beats me truly I, but it's really, it's something that has like stuck with me to this day. So that is something that's always kind of like stuck out in my mind is also just kind of like the Helen Keller propaganda of it all. Like that's very interesting to me. I don't know why that was such an integral part of my learning experience. Like it's obviously so inspiring and insane and like, it's a very cool thing to learn about, but it was, it was a huge part of our curriculum for some reason. And that is a little bit confusing to me, but I under, I understand where you're coming from. I also know there's people that just like, don't believe that she existed. I disagree. I think she definitely existed. And the proof of that, I don't know, but I, I'm inclined to believe that strongly. Next up, this person said, I am a hundred percent convinced that the reason why Apple makes their terms and conditions so long and borderline unreadable is so nobody genuinely reads them and Apple can put anything they want in there. So if they ever get exposed for doing weird shit with our pictures, contacts, or user info, none of us can do anything about it because we all quote unquote agree to it. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. That's straight up real, but also everyone's terms and conditions are so long and unreadable. And I do think if they had some like genuinely crazy shit in there, like flagrantly and kind of overtly bizarre, like that they could just like send our pictures. I don't know where they would send them, but if they were going to do something, I think someone would have found it because there's definitely like lawyers that take that really seriously and read through it. So I think it would have been exposed in the press to some extent, but yeah, I definitely think they keep them unreadable so that you don't care. And then they can just kind of like do whatever they want. That's just, but that's just business in their eyes. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's, that's just them being like, okay, we just have all this information and we're just going to kind of like farm all of this data. So many more about Helen Keller. This person said like, please explain how she learned how to read. Okay, Braille. You can learn to read with Braille. I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of that process though, believe it or not. And as previously stated, I'm not the person to come to with this. Um, okay, so this person said a moment of silence for the fact that aliens are no longer considered a conspiracy. Declassified docs. So true. Okay. More specifically, a moment of silence for all the blank stares I received in my lifetime for sharing the absurd amount of quote unquote encounters I've had for a basic bitch from the California suburbs. Instead of normal everyday shit like the cops rolling up to some teenagers drinking in the hills, it was a plane that looked like it was crashing towards us until a bright fucking light illuminated the sky and the whole ass object disappeared. Okay, yeah, that's weird. 
Also, one night in my early 20s, the entire sky turned green, long enough and bright enough for me to walk outside and look around on my balcony very confused. Naturally, I started tweeting, as one does, when natural disasters feel like they're happening. Haha, anyone else see that green sky? Turns out my next door neighbor did. Your girl got a retweet and a reply. Anyway, I spent way too much time diving deep into the dark web, reddits and URLs that I didn't trust, tracing the activity with dates of my tweets, and apparently tons of people witnessed the same thing. LOL, but like, again not something you want to bring up in the by the charcuterie on Easter or really anywhere but with the people that you saw the little aliens with. Yeah, I've never seen any any alien activity. I'm curious if other people have. I but I fully believe you. I mean, and I always come back to I haven't like I haven't honestly dug into the declassified documents like I don't know the ins and outs of that. So again, I'm just like the kind of the worst person to be speaking on this, but I always go back to the concept of like you really think we're the only ones here like that makes no sense that literally makes no sense and then when I think about that oh my god I'm getting like so deep and philosophical that I'm like kind of getting hives and like stress sweating because it's insane when you really think about it that we are like put on this earth not sorry we weren't put here we were born onto this earth and then this is what we've done with it that's kooks that is kooky and I can't wait until like years in the future when we see what other living species have done also let me retract my statement of living species because that is seemingly redundant um but when we see what like other life forms have done on different planets I just know we're gonna be like that's so much cooler than ours like why we have taxes like why did we do that to ourselves why is this the system we set up? Do you know what I mean? Capitalism, was that the best we could do? Like, that's not, how did we get here? And how did we decide to do that? Because I think at one point we'll find out that like the people on Mars are like, just like living their best lives. And we'll be like, I, that should be me. That's so much more fun. They had way more fun with kind of like conceptualizing what their planet is going to be. And I'm, I'm like already jealous of them unfortunately because I just know that whatever we we just kind of did it wrong I feel like unless we'll find out that maybe we did it right in which case I don't know I'm so grateful to be here I guess I just would kind of like to stay on like both ends of that spectrum just in case I once heard a conspiracy theory that Brittany has passed away for quite some time and since I heard that I almost believe believe it since everything I read about it kind of makes sense also that her new song about William was recorded years ago and not released until recently she never got to a talk show to talk about it or anything I don't know about it this is interesting because I've extensively heard about the Avril Lavigne theory that she died years ago and that she's like had a replacement ever since and I will say not that I believe these conspiracy theories but I will say that like the general premise of those conspiracy theories make sense in a way especially given like Britney's estate and the way that all of that has been handled in terms of like her conservatorship as well because just other people have been controlling her life for years and like her finances and if they've been able to profit off of this for so long then you would think that like if someone who had that much power and influence and was able to make so much money died that they would want to not have that come to light so that they can continue to profit off of her but at the same time that just seems like a like that just seems there's so many things that are involved in that there are so many things involved in like having a, a literal body double for someone who's deceased like that is insane is that not like ringing true for other people like I'm actually so I'm so confused about that but I, I have heard the Avril Lavigne one and that one makes less sense than Brittany in my mind because by the time that they think Avril was replaced, she kind of wasn't doing much on the music scene anyways. So that's interesting. I don't know. I would love to know your thoughts on these, by the way. So feel free to to chime in. Actually, maybe I'll post, I'm going to post an Instagram story and ask for your thoughts on the podcast Instagram so that we can kind of like chat about it over there because I I really am like curious to see what you guys think if you've heard these conspiracy theories and like what you're feeling about them okay next one says Aladdin is a flat earth movie first few lines where it's flat and immense 
dot, 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 hello, flat earth. Jafar sends Aladdin to the ends of the earth. Where does he end up? The ice wall. Need I go on? Yes, <laughs> you do, because I'm going to need so much more evidence than that. Also, what difference does it make? Why would Aladdin being like a f- flat earth propaganda, what is that doing? What is the point? Do you know what I mean? That's kind of something that I would be hung up on personally. Okay. Hey, first of all, I adore your podcast videos and just you in general. You're literally the funniest person ever. And I quote you all the time and it's hilarious. Okay. Thank you so much for writing in next. I'm kidding. Anyway, I found out about this conspiracy theory a while ago and I'm obsessed. It's about Jack the Ripper, an English serial killer. To this day, we still don't know who Jack the Ripper was, but I heard about this theory, which just dragged me in. So there's this theory that Jack the Ripper wasn't actually a man and was a female. I think I've heard this too, actually. And there's evidence, dot, dot, dot. Also trigger warning if you're a little squeamish. I don't go into major detail, but just in case. Okay. So you've been warned, everyone. The bodies of the victims were never found to be sexually attacked in any way, which doesn't mean that it wasn't a man, but definitely less likely. True. True crime girlies. They know. Um, also the bodies were perfectly dissected, therefore must have been done by someone with experience of the human anatomy. Okay. Another thing was that all the victims, or at least most were prostitutes. There was also a theory that the woman's husband cheated on her with the prostitutes so that she went around killing female prostitutes. Another theory also, let's just be clear, killing female prostitutes definitely could also just be like a man who hates women. <laughs> let's let's get that out there. That's definitely also kind of like a viable option here. Um, another theory is that this woman was a nurse or a midwife since during that time there were only females. They were only female and had experience with the human body. She also would have access to knives as well as experience with the human anatomy and it wouldn't be weird to see a nurse or midwife with blood on them. But also women during this time were thought of as weak and powerless. Therefore, the women would have gotten away with it since no one would have thought that a woman would have been capable of killing someone. So true. But I don't know a lot about Jack the Ripper. So all this information is from what I've read and I don't know if it's true or not. I just thought it was really interesting. Again, absolutely love your videos. You're such a queen. Thank you so much. I totally, I, I totally get that. I think this is like kind of a dark thought. Like, should I verbalize this? I've always thought that there are probably so many women serial killers or just women who have murdered someone that I've gotten away with it because of the way that society views women and like doesn't think that they're capable of anything. (laughs) Sorry, this is like dark on so many levels, but especially, especially in the time of Jack the Ripper, because it was even more so it was like even more amplified, I feel like, but just because people automatically go to, it must've been a man, which is based on statistical evidence, by the way. That's why they do that. But I don't know. I feel like you definitely could be onto something. And I would actually love, that's one I would love to read more about because that's feeling, that's feeling like there could be some truth to it. All right. This person said, I'm convinced that Midnight's is a breakup album and you cannot convince me otherwise. She just didn't want to deal with the speculation from fans about why her and Joe broke up, but it is so crystal clear in the lyrics. I definitely think that there are songs on Midnight's that are breakup-esque, bejeweled, obviously, but also we have to remember, and I don't think a lot of people circle back to when she first announced Midnight's she presented it as kind of like an anthology of songs that she had written over the years so I don't think because there's definitely songs that are about other exes that she's had so I think it is a breakup album in a sense because she's singing songs about breakups but I don't think it's entirely dedicated to her and Joe's breakup at all. I do think it's like an, it, it happened over the span of time, which I also think is why it's such like a diverse album in the sense of like vigilante shit. I feel like was definitely written during, during the reputation of it all. I think like antihero and karma are very much giving 1989, you know, there's like little pockets here and there would have, could have, should have to me kind of gives red a little bit. I don't know. That's just me. It's kind of like giving that era. And so I think it's like a it's like a collection of like these little pockets in time, which is like so cool. But there's also like Sweet Nothing is on it. 
Like that is a Joe Alwyn love song if I've ever heard it. So that's interesting to me. And I think that kind of negates the theory in a sense. And also like there's songs that are just about her. And I think it's about her just like navigating her career. So I do think it's it's more of supposed to be just like uh, an anthology than anything else. I think we're getting a breakup album. I That I do believe. Um, but it's going to be interesting because like, will it be solely a breakup album? Will it be a Travis love album? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. And that's kind of the beautiful thing about it. Next up we have, so like most Massachusetts millennials whose parents thought the Kennedys were royalty, I had to recently watch the new JFK Amazon documentary. The theory is that he, I kid you not, faked his own assassination and maybe question mark, went off to live with his long-term mistress who was rumored, sorry, she wasn't rumored, she was murdered, that's the word I was trying to read there, who was murdered like a year after him on Aristotle Onassis's private island I don't know who that is with peace and love I feel like that's someone I should know I don't uh like to the point where they used a body double of a police officer for the autopsy I'm submitting purely based off of the fact that it's the weirdest thing I've heard in shall we say eons and that you are also from here yeah I haven't heard this theory there's just like so many conspiracy theories about faking deaths in general that it makes you wonder is this a common thing because why that to me is like the most rogue conclusion to jump to in like any circumstance. And so it's like so interesting that amongst so many like very high profile celebrities and politicians, essentially American royalty, that this seems to be such a common like speculation that gets thrown out, which like, what is that? Literally, what is that? I don't know is I wonder if it's something that like the elite people do because I don't understand where else it would come from because I would never see a celebrity die and be like oh they must have faked their death like I don't know where like where does that originate from because a lot of these things you know where there's smoke there's fire they could originate somewhere I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know okay oh someone else is writing in about the mattress conspiracy theory Basically, you always see the mattress firms, but no one is ever in them. So true. That was another part of the mattress firm theory is that you never even see a single soul in those stores, which is is literally so true. I see there's one right by um, one of the grocery stores that I go to, and it is literally always vacant. Sometimes I don't even think it's open half the time. Like, what are the hours for a mattress place? Because surely they do not need to be open like standard business hours because the demand, again, cannot be that high. Uh, the theory is that mattress firms are a place to hide money and that's why you see so many of them, but no one's there. I mean, you know, the famous saying, where do you hide money under a mattress? That is actually, they're trying to be very like on the nose. They're like, it's literally been, it's literally been right under your mattress this whole time. I don't know. I feel like there's less overt ways to launder money. Am I just incriminating myself this episode? I hope not. But do you know what I mean? Because to have to go through the trouble of like setting up these semi-legitimate businesses as a way to launder money. I mean, I I know that that's actually very common, but it just seems like a lot of work for what could be done in a different way much more easily. And that's based on literally nothing because I, once again, let me make this abundantly clear, have no idea how to launder money and I have never done that in my entire life okay so I would love to kind of make that statement very very clear this person says Taylor Swift is using faux relationship with Travis Kelsey as a cover-up while secretly dating Hugh Jackman Kelsey has agreed to the PR stunt as it benefits his career slash bank account and Taylor avoids being called a homewrecker so soon after Jackman's divorce I made this up but I also have reason to believe it's plausible I'll tell you right now it isn't it really isn't. Why? You think Taylor Swift of all people would give a literal rat's ass if someone called her a homewrecker? Like she has been called so much worse. Are you kidding? No, there's no way. Also, it would make her look weirder to go from being in this like very, very public romance with Travis Kelsey to then being like head over heels in love with you. Like that's, she's just not going to do that to herself. 
also she's taylor fucking like she doesn't have to she's not gonna enter into a fake relationship at the age of 33 like come on i think it's so weird when people say like this is her life it's literally her life wyoming isn't real i don't have anything to back it up it's just a gut feeling and you're always supposed to trust your gut babe wyoming is real and i'm going there soon i'm not manifesting i really want to go to wyoming it's like it's a place I've wanted to go for literally. So if you live in Wyoming, like, let me know, let me know where the best places are that I should go to because I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with the idea of Wyoming. I'm just like such an earth sign that I feel like I would do really well there. Um, I'm convinced flat earthers are either acting and 200% committing to the bit because I just don't see how people can be that stupid when science or even just some dang common sense would prove it's not. Yeah. So I am finding myself at this moment, kind of regretting the fact that I said that at one point in time I believed in the flat earth theory. I'm kidding. I didn't believe in it, but the evidence is weird. It is weird. I'm that's all I'll say. My conspiracy theory lies in the fact that I think whoever started this idiotic conspiracy was paid by some government thing or whatever to be a social experiment to see what other crazy out of line unintelligent people would fall for it. They don't need to do that. There's an entire subset of our country that already believes literally anything they see so I don't think they would have to go this far because there's nope they don't have to do that there's already case studies in in practice right now in this country for people who believe that um vaccines are like controlling them so like we don't I don't think they had to go that far they really didn't that's my own personal conspiracy theory. My favorite conspiracy theory is that the real Paul McCartney died like right when the Beatles first got famous. So they found a guy who kind of looked like him and he got tons of plastic surgery to finish the rest. And the Paul everyone knows and loves is not the real Paul McCartney. A second one is that Katy Perry is actually growing up John Bonet Ramsey. I have seen that one actually. That is interesting. Why? What is this? What is this phenomenon? I would love to know if someone has any actual intel as to like where these people faking their own death conspiracies come from. I mean, this one's actually different. This isn't faking his own death. This is that he actually died and then was replaced. Like, why are we just replacing famous people? Because arguably, don't they make more money after they're dead? Food for thought. I don't know. Uh, The government is hiding everything from us. Well, that's definitely true. There's definitely, definitely, definitely true. Birds are not real and the government replaced them all with drones. My question is like, what is the point of that? Also, that's not real. I know for a fact that one's not real. Have you looked at birds recently? Like maybe like one certain kind of bird, but there's no way they could replace all birds. Do you know how many ecosystems that would kind of just kind of like fully deplete like that's just that isn't adding up to me not one I believe but my favorite is that bird isn't re- birds aren't real so this is interesting because I've seen the guy who started that who started the rumor that birds aren't real he was on the h3 podcast once and he was like no it's just like a thing that I came up with once and people just like took it around with it so I know for a fact that that was based on nothing just for for you to kind of take that and run with it birds are real and it was literally just he was lying for fun like we've all done before so that's totally fair and justified but um it wasn't real i can confirm me personally i've talked to the birds they're very much real they were not in on this conspiracy theory they were just kind of collateral damage in a way Oh, this one's so interesting. I remember Shane Dawson way back in the day did a video on this. It said about the pizza at Chuck E. Cheese being reused, like pieces from each table with leftover people being put back together and then reheated with more cheese on it. Yes, I believe this. I fully believe this. So in case, let me explain this for those of you who don't know and who didn't watch Shane Dawson years and years ago, basically Chuck E. Cheese, which I don't know, I think it's probably only in the U.S. It's like very... It's giving very much American. It's essentially <laughs> it's essentially a casino for children. No. It's like an arcade. The mascot is a giant rat named Chucky, which is scary in and of itself. 
and it's just like this big arcade that also has like pizza and it's like a very popular place for kids to have like a birthday party because they do like pizza and cake and it's just kind of like it's supposed to be a fun place for kids I don't know if I ever went to a Chuck E. Cheese maybe like once or twice I don't think there was one near me ever but there's this whole conspiracy theory because people have ordered pizza at Chuck E. Cheese and when the pizza gets to the table when you see a pizza it's obviously all from one circle it's a a, you know pizzas are in the shape of a circle and it's like a cohesive circle not the pizzas at Chuck E. Cheese the the crust on all of the pizzas is like in varying places as if it could not have possibly all derived from the same pizza like it's almost like if you took several full pizzas and you cut them all into eight slices but then you like mixed and matched so that they didn't line up perfectly so the conspiracy is that when people would leave the table after ordering a pizza, maybe they didn't eat two of the slices. Great. We're going to take those two seemingly untouched slices and bring them to the back and then just keep adding to it until there's a full pizza so that they're not wasting pizza slices, which is so beyond disgusting. But I believe it because I've seen the pictures of it. And I've seen people go into Chuck E. Cheese and order a pizza and that's how it gets to their table. And you should Google, actually I'll post it on the podcast Instagram because it's literally so insane. Like they don't even try to make it look like it's an actual pizza. Like it, it does look just mismatched completely. And then they like reheat it and everything so that it's all warm. It's not like this one random slice is like super cold and the rest aren't, but that is that's just like a disgusting one and like what to save a few to save a few bucks like really I don't I don't know about that this one says that Khloe Kardashian is OJ's child I definitely have seen a lot about this one I think that it's interesting because I remember way back in the day watching an episode of the Kardashians where she was like gonna take a paternity test to like prove once and for all that she was a Kardashian and wasn't OJ's child and then she like didn't do it which I always thought that was so interesting because like that seems like one surefire way to kind of dispel the rumor to like logical people I do find that to be interesting because she does have different features than Chloe and Kim but also there are siblings all the time that are literally from the same exact parents and they look nothing alike so I don't know but that's yeah that is a pretty common one I feel like that the Titanic never sank like what do you mean no because what do you mean by that so what happened to it like you have to provide me with some alternative details here because otherwise I have nothing to go off of the moon is fake it's just a light in the sky illusion from the government oh no oh no I definitely think there's a cure for cancer I lost both my parents to it and diabetes, which I have, but it makes big pharma too much money. I definitely believe to some extent some big pharma conspiracy theories because it just makes sense that they, they keep making money if people are sick. Like that's how it works. So it does make sense to think that they have, have more answers than they're letting on. Also, something that I think about a lot and like one of my like favorite topics to dive into but I can never find this is like such a niche topic so I'm sure no one has an answer for me but if you've ever read a book on this topic please tell me what this book is called because I've searched for a book about this and I can't find a book about it essentially that so many people have said that live in the U.S. that when they go to Europe they feel like drastically better because of the quality of food, which we know this. We know that European food quality is like way more um, whole ingredients and less artificial chemicals than U.S. food. So that totally tracks. It totally tracks that people feel better. And even like even people that are like gluten intolerant or lactose intolerant, they can eat gluten and cheese and dairy products in the in Europe and feel totally fine and I feel like that's that's a big part of it too is that they don't want us to feel good they want us to feel sick they want us to be sick so we have to spend money on more products and it makes sense that in countries where they are 
subsidizing health care and are paying for universal health care that they wouldn't want you to get sick because they have a vested interest in you staying healthy so that you utilize less resources from the healthcare system. So it, it just kind of like all comes into play. And it's something that I find so interesting is like, cause I, I'm sure also a big part of why, why American food is like pumped with so much chemicals and doesn't use many or as many like whole real ingredients is because it's cheaper a hundred percent. But I just feel like there, there could be something much more sinister to it as well. Um, because we do have to pay for our own healthcare. So they make a lot of money off of it consequently. So if you have any, any books on that, I would really love to read it because I just like go down rabbit holes and I've never been to Europe myself. Um, hopefully soon, hopefully next year manifesting. I want to come to the UK. You heard it here first because I think I would fit right in. I think I would feel instantly at home in the UK because I hear from people genuinely every single day that say, no, because you literally have to be from the UK. And I'm like, I'm very clearly not, but thank you so much for saying that. So I just feel like I have to go and kind of confirm for myself whether or not that's, that's kind of where I'm needing to belong. But that's really besides the point. I'm really excited to go to Europe and to see if, to see how I'm feeling after consuming so much food, because I think, I think people are onto something and I've heard it from so many people that it's just like not, it's not adding up. Okay. I can't believe that it's taken us like this whole episode to get to this one, but the classic and very infamous Leah Michelle can't read of it all is very, very, is very interesting and very compelling. I think it's a fun one because it harms no one. She's kind of like in on the joke at this point, but the evidence was at one point very compelling for this dare I say. To be fair, I wasn't really a Glee person. I watched like the first season or so, but then I just kind of like faded out because I was like 12 and I just like didn't care, unfortunately. But there's been a massive conspiracy theory that Leah Michelle literally cannot read and that like when she was filming Glee, she actually had someone reading her lines to her. And it was one of her friends, Ryan Murphy, who I guess would be with her at like every single project that she was on. So that kind of like made it seem like he was kind of like the co-conspirator that was in on the fact that she couldn't read. So he was kind of with her always at everything to read things to her so that she could know the words and the lines that she was supposed to say. And it was, I think it was all because she was like a child Broadway actor. So it's not that she like it's just that she like never learned how to read because she was on Broadway as a child and wasn't actually in school. So they just kind of like skipped that stage for her. That's kind of where the conspiracy originates. But then like as the evidence started stacking against her, she just kind of like got in on the joke, which honestly could just be one of the most genius PR moves of all time. Because if she were to keep denying this and getting really defensive, it looks suspicious. But if she's like, oh my God, you guys totally caught me. Like I can't read. Then it makes it like, okay, yeah. Like she's just like aware that people are being so ridiculous and is getting in on the fun. I don't know. Maybe that's kind of like the that's my end of the conspiracy theory is that her getting in on the joke was just like part of the cover up. Because that, that could be. It very well could be. Okay, this next one is very interesting. And it's one I've never heard of before. And it involves chickens. So buckle up. Oh, for sure, it's chickens. You can't tell me there's not something up with the chickens. A chicken has two legs and two wings, right? Yes, I would say so. Okay, and to my knowledge, there's not like a chicken infestation happening in parts of the world. Yet you can go to almost any bar slash pub style restaurant and order 10, 20, 30 chicken wings at any time in any city or small town of this country. And abroad too, right? Of course. And for football Sundays, people order platters of 50, 100 chicken wings. Never mind the chicken wings and drumsticks that can be purchased in a food store. Costco, anyone? How are we supporting this quantity of chicken wing consumption? This world should be overrun with chickens at the rate that we're apparently eating them. Something's up. The math's not there. We don't have enough chickens to support the amount of wings consumed. And maybe if we were talking about 10 to 12 wings per chicken, but two, a measly two, no ma'am. Okay. My issue with your conspiracy theory is the way that you seem to be picturing 
how we harvest food is that people are literally going out and hunting wild chickens, which is not the case. And I genuinely am not sure if I'm the first person to bring this to your attention. I'm, I'm absolutely beyond flattered and honored if I am. Um, they just have entire chicken farms where they just, they're constantly kind of breeding chickens and, and then unfortunately slaughtering them for mass consumption. And it is, it's a gigantic operation, big chicken for sure. It's huge. Purdue ever heard of it? Like, yes. But also it's interesting that you're talking about the wings specifically because chicken is probably by far the most popular meat, I would say, in our country. Um, I eat chicken breast probably at least two to three times a week. So I think it's it's all chicken product. We just love chicken. And so because of that, they, they're able to produce chicken products in mass quantity. Also, some chicken definitely isn't real that you're being served at, say, I don't know, fast food places. There's little to no evidence to support that that's real chicken or certainly not the ideal cut of the chicken. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think I can disprove that one. I think there's plenty of chickens. They're just not like out and about the way that you are expecting to see them. They're hidden at chicken farms. Um, I will say maybe something you can Google to back this up is look up chicken farms, but only if you're ready. I don't want to force you into doing anything that would make you uncomfortable, but I think that that would kind of ease your apprehension about big chicken. Okay, and we'll end on peanut allergies, naturally. Peanut allergies were created by the government for us to become more dependent on them. Classic creating a problem and already having the solution. Definitely could be true. This kind of goes back to my whole big pharma thing because if they have the one thing that you would need to survive an anaphylactic episode, then you become inherently dependent on them. But how could they... My question is, how do they create peanut allergies? How do you, how do they have people producing a, a peanut allergy? That's in, that's a rabbit hole that I definitely could go down at some point. But wow, thank you so much for everyone who wrote in. This has actually been so interesting, and I'm definitely gonna dive into some more of these um, a little bit deeper because. I'm like really, really curious about them, but be sure to check out parchcarconvos.pod on Instagram and participate in the convo so I can get your feedback on some of these because if you believe any of these, I want to hear your reasoning for it. I need, I need all the tea that I might be missing. Thank you so much and I will chat with you next week.